Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Arsman Smith coming up here in, in just a couple of minutes. I, I got some encouraging news over the break about the situation that involves former CBS News reporter Catherine Herridge. Catherine used to work for Fox as well. Really, really good reporter. She was fired a couple of weeks ago in uh, a layoff that took down a couple other people at CBS that I wasn't really too dissatisfied with seeing go, like Jeff Begay's. But what happened was, and this was, I don't know if it was unprecedented, but most people didn't think it was typical that when CBS let Heritage go, they held on to her computer and her files. Yeah, that's weird. It was weird. So a lot of people on the socials were, um, you know, getting into that last week, trying to draw attention to it. I think on Thursday I said, gosh, I hope my friend, my, one of my former bosses, Dan Shelley, runs an organization called Radio and Television News Directors, which is RTNDA, Radio and Television News Directors Association. And they take, you know, interest in freedom of uh press and freedom of speech issues and i don't know i meant to reach out to dan and say hey i was gonna pimp him just a little bit because he's not necessarily on my side politically but they do take proper stance well, yeah but my um can i say my union i'm not active in sag aftra well on my union there you go there they got involved and here's what happened sag aftra they just released a statement in the last hour that said sag aftra is pleased to confirm that earlier today a representative of our union monitored the return of several boxes containing Catherine Herridge's reporting materials from her CBS News office in Washington. Herridge is currently reviewing the materials. We welcome CBS's news 
CBS News's reversal, which came after SAG-AFTRA's intervention in widespread media coverage that underscored shared concerns about press freedom and the First Amendment. The resolution of this matter sends a strong message of protection for basic First Amendment principles. And I, I appreciate yeah. the union getting involved in that because yeah. someone did need to get involved. I mean, that was one of those issues that it, it shouldn't matter what side of the politics you're on. But keep in mind, one of the one of the reasons this became sneaky and suspicious is because she was poking around on the Biden stuff. Yeah. Because she was a reporter. Correct. Which is what she's supposed to be doing. <laughs> exactly. So that that sounds like it's a good resolution. However, I don't want that story to die. You know, from a SAG-AFTRA right. union perspective, they did their job. Let's move forward. But I think this needs to be something that's discussed further with Catherine and with CBS News to find out why the hell they were doing it. Because, again, it didn't seem like something that was standard practice. Uh, certainly not the way they did that to Catherine Herridge. Steve Shankman coming up in a little bit to talk about the Evolution Festival. So we'll end on a bit of a musical note. Plus, I have audio cut of the day. But first, Missouri Congressman Jason Smith. He is the chair of the House Ways and Means Committee. I think he's even in the, the district or in Missouri. He's not in D.C. Let's check in with him. Jason, how are you this afternoon? Doing well. It's great to be in, in Missouri and to be home. Yeah, you're. Um, I saw that you were in Arnold doing some stuff with uh, with constituents. So you're you're in the district for a few days. I know you got to be back in Washington in a couple of days, though, right? We do. We go back to Washington on Wednesday for votes. Of course, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are votes. Um, but I'm in Jefferson City filing for re-election starts tomorrow. Well, uh, congratulations on that. Uh, by the way, on on the. Uh, congressional front do you anticipate that you will endorse in the third district race or do you know yet you know i want to see all the candidates that's going to going to ultimately file i know there's four um named candidates i think there's more that's coming typically i don't get involved in primaries in missouri but if I feel that it's necessary to make sure the right person gets there, I might I might get involved. Because that that district, um, well, I I think it crosses over with you know with other members of Congress as well. But it really butts up right against yours, doesn't it? It it absolutely does. I border more of that district than any district. And for example, half of Jefferson County that I represent, the other half is by the third district. So you work very closely. I've worked very closely with Blaine Lutemeyer and. I look forward to working closely with whoever um, fills his shoes. Well, what's going to happen with this deposition involving Hunter Biden this week, Congressman? I mean, this this obviously is something you've been waiting for for a while, right? We've been wanting Hunter to come in and answer questions for a very long time. So we're looking forward to to his time um, before the transcribed interview. I hope that he uh, is cooperative and actually answers questions. Of course, a lot of witnesses that we have come forward, they they are not really cooperative. They'll sit in the seat, but it's amazing how many things individuals do not recall. And so I hope that he'll be able to recall the millions of dollars that he has received from Ukraine, Russia, China, and he can recall a little bit more detail. So let, let's kind of go back to what happened. I can't remember when exactly the stunt took place, but obviously there are calls to get him to a deposition. They decided to show up with the documentary cameras in person in the committee. And of course, that was just all theater. But then they finally agreed to go behind closed doors. And are there any conditions or anything like that? Yeah, there's there's really not any major conditions. It just they decided to to come forward after there was an official impeachment inquiry vote. That way they felt like that there was legal standing and they couldn't deny um, coming before Congress. Think about this. 
um, President Trump's son, Don Jr., came in for multiple private transcribed interviews throughout the tenure of, of President Trump. And so we're just asking for one time right now, and we need to have answers to a lot of questions. What, what are you most interested in, in pressing him on? Is there anything in particular? I think there's numerous angles. Um, it's angles through the IRS whistleblowers have been my focus, and that's what the Ways and Means Committee's, um, Committee's jurisdiction has been under. So I'm wanting to know more about these, these loans that he's taken out from Mr. Morris. Um, are they documented? What's the evidence of it? Why, why, it, why is a campaign donor of his father so invested to, to give him four or five million dollars worth of loans to sustain his quality of living? And I also want to know um, all the funding that came in from the Chinese energy um, company, along with all the actors and parties that were involved. And I also think we need to look at Burisma. The money that was coming in Burisma and all the conversation that were going on during that time that Joe Biden was threatening to withhold money unless they fire the prosecutor that was investigating Burisma, which happens to be the same time that Hunter was on that board. Will this automatically mean that we'll eventually see Hunter Biden testify before this committee in public as well? I would think so. Of course, that will fall underneath the jurisdiction of the Judiciary Committee. Um, with Jim Jordan, but I would expect that at some point this is just the first steps before a public testimony of Hunter Biden. Uh, let's talk about James Biden, because you had him in the committee, right? We did. Um, James Biden came in for depositions last week, and uh, his his priority in those depositions was protecting the family brand, and the family brand it's clearly Joe Biden, and that's what they've been selling all over the country, all over the country and all over the world for access. And that's what he was doing. He questions and answers to protect that family brand. Well, and, and then on that front, too, public testimony for the president's brother eventually? I would say it would definitely lead to it because a lot of the statements that he made are counter to the statements of numerous other individuals that have came forward from transcribed interviews, including the two IRS whistleblowers. All right. The other thing that's going on, Congressman Jason Smith is here. Did you notice that the president all of a sudden has discovered that the border might be a little bit of a situation for him politically? I think he's been looking at... Um, the comments from mayors in in major Democrat cities, Democrat mayors talking about the border crisis. This border crisis was all created by his making. In his first 100 days, Mark, in his first 100 days as president, he did 94 executive orders on immigration, rescinding successful policies under Donald Trump. And I'll tell you, we've had more illegals cross the southern border in his first year in office than all four years of Donald Trump combined. And it is clearly at his own hand by the stroke of the pen. It's amazing. Donald Trump is showing up on the border on Thursday, and guess who has to come on Thursday as well? President Biden. You know what? I'm glad he finally understands that the southern border um, exists, that there's an issue, and maybe he'll do something about it.
Well, you know, I keep seeing more and more polling. I mean, this I think sometimes we describe this as an 80-20 issue. I think it's a 95-5 issue at this point. Now that this is finally getting more exposure, because one of my concerns, I think, for a while was that the most of the legacy media wasn't really paying attention. You have Bill Malusian and Fox, you know, reporting on all these Chinese nationals, et cetera, on a daily basis. A lot of other media outlets ignored, but then it became, I think it became too difficult to do that. I'll tell you, when you travel all over my congressional district in southeast, south central Missouri, it is a top priority. And you have to think, Mark, the folks that I represent, you know, they're struggling to put food on their table, clothes on their backs because the inflation going up almost 17, 18 percent since Joe Biden's been in office. But their number one issue that they're talking to me about is what's going on at the southern border. Congressman Jason Smith, always great to have you on. Enjoy your time in um, in Missouri. He said at the beginning of the interview, for those people who missed it, you're going to file like right now for re-election, right? Filing is tomorrow. So I'm heading to Jeff City right now as we speak. Knock some heads together there in the Capitol. They need that, I think, Jason, okay? I'm going to meet with um, all the state reps and state senators tomorrow. Um, and they're good partners. Let me say, Mark, they're good partners. We represent the same people and just need to continue to deliver from Missourians. Awesome. Thank you, Jason. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Mark. That is Congressman Jason Smith. That's very diplomatic, right? They are. They're that was good extremely they're good diplomatic. Partners, even though sometimes they're, you know, kind of <laughs> silly. Those those are my words. All right. You know, a couple things here before I get to Shankman and we do some music stuff with the Evolution Festival lineup. Here is I mentioned this a little bit earlier this afternoon in relation to the talking points that everyone has on, you know, Biden, right? They always yeah. have them lined up. We were talking with Charles Lipson about that. Well, along those lines, on Meet the Press, Gavin Newsom, you know, the guy that says he's not going to run for president until they kind of have to draft him into this. Trump says he's ready to debate Biden right now. Should President Biden debate? Of course he's Trump? not. I mean, he, uh, but should President Biden debate Biden Trump in the general? Biden beat Trump in the prior debates? I look forward to it. I mean, this is a guy, okay. by so the that's way, that's yes? just pure 100 percent. What? I mean, come on. I want it 100 percent, too. Absolutely want him to debate. There's I'm wrong about this stuff all the time. But I'm telling you, Sue, is there a way they can let him debate? No, he couldn't. There's no way in, in, you know, he couldn't yesterday even get words out about Abraham Lincoln and confuse Russia with China, et cetera. Uh, On the age thing, nuisance, nuisance still falling, you know, falling in line with everyone else. It's because of his age that he's been so successful because of his capacity of understanding, because of his leadership. So the opportunity to express that for four more years, what a gift it is for the American people. And as a Democrat, what a a gift for me to make the case for the leader of our party, Joe Biden. I just threw up in my mouth. It's a gift to us, Mark. And by the way, this is what politicians do, and this is why the American people are so disgusted by people on both the left and the right, because they just do lip service to stuff like that. Everything he said at the beginning, listen to the beginning of that real quick here, okay? Just review. It's because of his age that he's been so successful because of his capacity of understanding, because of his leadership. But, but he is troubled and he has, now you could actually fill in the blank and you could do it more diplomatically than I would do as a talk show host and say, look, but there are grave concerns about the president and I understand them because I see him drool on himself on a regular, again, I'm kind of filling in the blanks here for Gavin Newsom, but everything that he said there about experience, that's what people kind of fall back on. Yeah, it served him. We know it didn't serve him well, but just let them roll with it. 
up until the point where they have to admit that, that this is just becoming a bigger crisis every day. Then you have Bob Costas. Did you hear Bob Costas over the weekend? Oh, no. Okay. He's becoming even more vocal about the, um, the Trump folks because I think what you're hearing here from Bob Costas is panic. Yeah, oh, for sure. They realize that if Biden stays in this thing, Trump's probably going to win, and they're terrified by that. He is by far the most disgraceful figure in modern presidential history. He's only become more disgraceful since 2016 and since 2020. He is a bubbling cauldron of loathsome traits. You have to be in the throes of some sort of toxic delusion in a toxic cult to believe that Donald Trump has ever been, in any sense, emotionally, psychologically, intellectually, or ethically fit to be president. Uh, so he just alienates wow. what, about 77, 80 million people yeah. there by yeah. referring. And look, I, I've, I've been concerned and I have expressed concern over the years, certainly since 2016, about the small portion, maybe it's a little bigger than it was even a year ago, of Trump loyalists who don't think that anything he does is wrong. Because I don't think I can say that about any politician, right? So they, they don't waver from him at all. But at this point, you have a situation where I think a lot of people are just working class people. This is what I don't think Bob Costas understands. Maybe Bob should take a little bit more time spending a little, uh, you know, little homework assignment here in Missouri instead of New York or wherever he might be. Talk to working class people who are fed up with this administration and with previous administrations and with Republicans and Democrats in Congress for not addressing their needs and not talking about the real things that we should be discussing in this country. So that's what I would say about that. Now, there's a piece that is in, <laughs> I've mentioned my subscription to The Atlantic because I got it during COVID. It's like 35 bucks a month. Every time I think I'm gonna cancel it, I meet the paywall, so I haven't canceled it. But there is a very interesting piece. Maybe this is why I hang on to it, Sue. A guy by the name of Adam Rubenstein, who used to be a reporter at The New York Times, wrote a piece in The Atlantic that's getting a fair amount of attention because it focuses on the state of journalism. Uh, we know that the state of journalism is horrific right now. But the headline was, I was a heretic at the New York Times. I did what I was hired to do and I paid for it. And he kind of starts, James does, sort of talking about one of his first days at the New York Times. He goes, I went to an orientation with more than a dozen other new hires. Oh, one thing I should tell you about this guy is that he had, what's unique about Adam is he had contributed to conservative publications like the Weekly Standard and a few others. So in and of itself, he was a unique hire. All right. So just keep that All right. in, in the background here. Um, went to an orientation. We had to do an icebreaker. Pick a starburst out of a starburst out of a jar. Answer a question. My starburst was pink, I believe. And so I had to answer the pink prompt, which had me respond with my favorite sandwich. Russ and daughter's super heapster came to mind. I don't know. It must be a New York thing. I figured mentioning a $19 sandwich wasn't a great way to win new friends. So I blurted out the spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. And considered the ice broken. Well, the the HR representative who was leading the orientation when he said Chick Fil A said, "We don't do that here. They hate gay people." Oh, for heaven! People started snapping their fingers in acclamation. I hadn't been thinking about the fact that Chick Fil A was transgressive in the liberal circles for its chairman's opposition to gay marriage, and he says not the politics, the chicken. But it was too late. I sat down ashamed. And he kind of goes into the background in the piece about why, you know, his parents subscribed to the Times and how important it was when he was, um, you know, a kid. He got the job in 2019. Mom and dad were thrilled. And and he was kind of proud of himself for being, you know, at the uh, at the New York Times. But 
He says, being a conservative, or at least being considered one at the times, was a strange experience. I often found myself asking questions like, doesn't all this talk of voter suppression on the left sound similar to charges of voter fraud on the right, only to realize how unwelcome such questions were? By asking, I'd revealed that I wasn't on the same team as my colleagues, that I didn't accept as an article of faith the liberal premise that voter suppression was a grave threat to liberal democracy, while voter fraud was entirely fake news. On the Hunter Biden laptop story. Was it truly, quote, unsubstantiated, as the paper kept saying? And at the time, it had been substantiated, however, unusually, by Rudy Giuliani. Many of my colleagues, he writes, were clearly worried that lending credence to the laptop story could hurt the electoral prospects of Joe Biden and the Democrats. But starting from a place of party politics and assessing how a particular story could affect an election isn't journalism. Go figure. Nor is a vague unease with difficult subjects. The state of Israel makes me very uncomfortable, a colleague once told me. This was something I was used to hearing from young progressives on college campuses, but not at work. There was a sense that publishing the occasional conservative voice made the paper look centrist. But I soon realized that the conservative voices we published tended to be the ones agreeing with the liberal line. That's what typically happens, right? That's what happens at the Post-Dispatch. It was also clear that right-of-center submissions were treated differently. They faced a higher bar for entry, more layers of editing, greater involvement of higher-ups. Standard practice held that when a writer submitted an essay to an editor, the editor would share that draft with colleagues via an email distribution list. Then we would discuss it. But many of my colleagues didn't want their name attached to op-eds advancing conservative arguments. And early-to-mid-career staffers would routinely oppose their publication. Now, he goes on and on in this piece in um, in The Atlantic. He talks about what happened in 2020 in particular, and it wasn't because of COVID, but because of George Floyd and the way that, and you might remember this, and I think some people will, you had um, Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas writing an op-ed that called for the military to quell the riots in the aftermath of George Floyd. And that's essentially what led Barry Weiss and some others to leave the New York Times and say enough is enough because of the double standards. Now, he's not there anymore uh, at all, but he wrote about this all in The Atlantic just to kind of shed some light on the questions that, you know, keep coming up about journalism. Now, I'm in the camp that doesn't think that this has there's no promise in traditional journalism. There really isn't. And I think somebody asked me, I can't remember, it was off the air, on the air last week. We were at the Fish Fry about, you know, sources for real journalism. My answer these days is the free press. I mean, because that's Because Barry it. Weiss and the Free Press and Substack and the people publishing on Substack like Matt Taibbi and, you know, Michael Schellenberger and Abigail Schreier and others, that's where the only real journalism is taking place these days. And it's pretty sad. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, they announced the lineup for the Evolution Music Festival, which was um, in its infancy form last August, and it was really hot, and they moved it to late September. And Steve Shankman is the co-producer of the Evolution Festival, founder and president of Contemporary Productions, here to outline everything. The killer's at the top of the list, of course. Steve Shankman, how are you? Hey, just great to be here, and great to hear your voice. Man, you got a beautiful day for uh, the release of this lineup because you were doing TV, you were telling me, in uh, in Forest Park, right? Yep, yep. We were in Forest Park all day at the site, Langenberg Field, which is right next to the uh, tennis courts, between the tennis courts and the boathouse. And matter of fact, I had a great lunch, thanks to Mike Johnson at the boathouse today. Oh, awesome. All right, well, let's talk a little bit. Before we get to the lineup that was revealed today, Evolution Festival, second year. Steve, you know I'm a fan. You rolled it out last year. The dates have changed for this year a little Thank bit. Thank God. We moved it a, a month <laughs> I mean, August temperatures were in the hundreds and the hundreds. But the good news was is that by the time the festival rolled around, we had a little rain in the morning, so the weather broke. So we're September 28th and 29th, two days, 28 bands, 20 hours of music, and a terrific lineup in the same place we were. A couple changes, though. Uh, We've got a third stage we're adding so we can add some more bands, especially some local and regional bands. And um, third entrance, you know, the things, we had a survey of a thousand people and we asked certain questions and they gave us the answers. And those things have been worked on over the year and not anything major, but things that needed to be changed. Some some parking issues, things along those well, lines. Well, parking in the park on a Saturday and Sunday is always yeah. tough. I mean, the zoo can get 30,000 people. So start thinking about that lineup today to go to the zoo. So, yeah, we like people to take, you know, other ma- means of uh, transportation. The metro's great or, or cab or Uber. We do have drop-off stations and places where people can take that kind of Here was my key. You want my secret here? And sure. I don't have the guy's name. I have it somewhere. But I, I went parked somewhere over there on the um, on the Saturday. I think it was there for the first day. I don't know. Maybe it was the Sunday. It might have been the Sunday because Saturday it rained. And saw a guy that had a golf cart and um, was given rides to the front gate. Wrote that golf cart name down. Gave us a ride to the front gate when we were done. 
Call them again. Pick this up right at the front gate. That's the way to go, Shankman. Let yeah. me tell you something. Well, we're thinking about getting some hearts and buggies, too, for those who want a more romantic <laughs> trip like you and your wife. Well, right. You could do something like that. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this lineup. You got, first and foremost, as I mentioned, as we came in here, the Killers, which, uh, look, they're one of my favorite bands ever. They're playing a little bit more of this, you know, festival circuit. I think they're a jazz fest down in New Orleans as well. Big yeah. get for the Evolution Festival. Well, we wanted the Killers last year. It wasn't We weren't able to make it happen. But, yeah, Brandon Flowers and... And Dave, I mean, what a band, you know, out of Las Vegas. Matter of fact, they're playing, I think, right now. Uh, don't don't quote me. I think they're at Caesars Palace. Uh, they play the Coliseum there. But, I mean, Mr. Brightside, think about it. I think it was the New York Times last month said, this song is replacing one of my favorite bands, Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Every party, every wedding, I think Mizzou uses it as their fight song. Maybe, again, I, don't quote me, but I know... They play it, and my ten-year-olds sing and dance to it. Yeah, it's not—it's not the fight song, but it's become a tradition. And then the other thing, I don't know—have you seen it with what they do at Mizzou when they no, do this? No. All right. The the final, uh, they they say something nasty about KU. Oh yeah. They say blank yeah. uh, KU, K, uh, which uh, yeah, as someone who is you know I graduated from University of Missouri in 1986, and I love my Tigers, but at this point, I, the whole KU thing, I'm re- even I'm ready to let go of it. So it's it's not my. Um, yeah. It's not my jam when they well, do that. Well, my partner Joe Litvig graduated there, so we, we didn't talk about it too much. But that's what it is. Okay, it's kind of one of those final yeah. songs. But Brightside, I mean, you think about that, and somebody told me. The thing about this year, over last year, you know, I've done 22,000 concerts in 55 years. That's all, Steve. You're a newbie a, at this. A river pour. You know, I've seen them all. I've seen the U2 at the Super Bowl when we did it in, uh, in the early 2000s. I, I've, I've seen the Rolling Stones of Farad Field, which I did down in Columbia. I was at that show. Yes, you Absolutely. were. That was we, we awesome. About it. it was in like the 12th row. It was amazing. There's nothing I really haven't seen. But when we start talking about these acts that it came on after I sold the company and restarted uh, to Live Nation and then restarted, this is a show. I mean, I think we're going to have a more energy-packed show this year than we did last year, just based on the artists and, and the rock that we have Well, let, let's talk about it a little bit more here because um, you, you got – somebody texted me this morning who's a fan of this lineup in particular, a friend, and said there's something for everyone, and there really is. Well, that's the so, whole idea. That's it. We want to have a very uh, versatile, a very diverse uh, uh, inventory of artists, and this takes six months. I mean, Jeff Jarrett, my partner, works on this for six months, and we finally – Booked our last act last week, so it shows you how close we were to, to announcement. All right, so you got Beck. I'm playing uh, a little Beck here in the background. I like the uh, the Debbie Harry get here with Blondie, oh. right? Uh, when's Iconic. the last time Blondie's been back in St. Louis? It's got to have been a while. Maybe when she was in her 50s. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's been a while. I really it's do. It's been a while. Here's the thing. We want to bring them some things here that people haven't seen in a while. And Blondie, I mean, you talk about Debbie Harry, iconic fashion, pop culture, punk culture. I mean, she just brings it all. It, it's kind of like having, you know, uh, a, a DJ at a party. That's why, the, you know, the, the playlist of these artists and the energy that you were going to see on stage and the interaction between musicians is incredible. And we said every year we're going to do even better. So we're bringing back 28 acts this year uh, between the two stages, main stages, and then the uh, third stage that we're going to have. But, yeah, Beck is, Beck is incredible. You mentioned for a second, but... Uh, I mean, eclectic, uh, he defies every music style. I mean, loser, sea change, colors. What he has done over time is is, is remarkable. Great uh, co-headliner to Jane's Addiction. And you mentioned Blondie and L. King and all the uh, L- How about Chic? Let's talk a little Chic there, huh? Well, now you're getting Man, you know, good times. I love that, right? <laughs> exactly. Here so. again, Nigel Rogers has done more for music than most people even know. 
I mean, chic organization. But think about it. He's produced David Bowie. He's produced uh, Madonna. You're talking about an icon. I mean, Good Times, uh, uh, La Freak Out. I mean, my kids, they're 10 years old. So I'm going to say ages this year could be as young as 10 because my girls are coming. But it's really an adult show, most of it. And, and I just can see a lot of people coming to see some acts they know. And what's cool about festivals, Mark, is they see acts they don't know. I had people come last year and never heard of Cautious Clay. But they loved the show when it was over. Our young people never heard, never heard of Sugar Hill Gang. I know that song. So it brings everybody together. Remember, it's a, it's a cultural experience in the park, not just about the music. The food, the music, people getting together, hanging out, laying out, whatever. It's just fun to see so many people come together. Absolutely. And last year, 25,000 people, not one incident. Not one problem. Not a medical problem, a security problem. We didn't run out of food. People had a lot of space. Uh, maybe a little less space this year, so buy your ticket early. All right, so let's talk about tickets. When do they go on sale? Uh, on Wednesday, 10 o'clock, evolutionfestival.com. All kinds of price tickets. We have our GA tickets. We have a GA Plus this year. Which GA Plus? We provide the chair. Oh, nice. Right. A big part what about of the- for elitists like me and VIP? Well, we have that, too. And we have VIP Plus. And then we have Super VIP if they give you a raise around here. Yeah, that's Don't count on that. I might be. I might barely be at VIP Plus, yeah. but you so, got to have your own private restroom at a festival. That's my deal. That's VIP. Yes, so you have exactly. VIP, VIP Plus. Uh, my favorite thing is the cabanas because it's got room for 10. Uh, we don't usually sell a lot of those because there's not as much demand, but we'll probably have about 18 of them this year. So, yeah, the way to go is always VIP. Um, I just want to mention L. King because another act that comes from a very famous family. Her dad's a great comedian. We know Rob Schneider. I know. A lot of people I don't think know that. I saw L. King on her first tour when she came through. She played um, the old Rock House. And oh, my God. She was, a little, she was a little sauce that night, and there were some kids in the audience, but <laughs> she's fantastic, really good, and she's kind of crossed over, had a bunch of uh, country hits now as well. Yeah, and that's what we got country, we got pop, we got funk, we got... Uh, Sonny War, great uh, a folk singer. We got this uh, this older guy. I, I, I didn't know about Robert Finley, but the leader of the Keys found this guy, I think, on the street playing the guitar. He's an old cat, black gentleman, Robert Finley. Again, you're going to yeah, love him. I don't him. know him. You're going to love him when you see him. And then some of the St. Louis connections, Sunvolt's the old Uncle Tupelo. That's right. So you're going to have Jay them. was my neighbor. He oh. never knew me, but he lived a few doors down from me in Holly oh. Hills. It oh, was yeah. like everybody knew Jay Farrar lived there, right? Yeah, that's the guy. So that's pretty awesome. And then Lola Kirk, you know who her dad is? A little trivia, Lola Kirk? No. He's the drummer in Bad Company. Simon Kirk. That's it. Absolutely. You know I do know, do know of him. her because I knew that he had a daughter. That's awesome. So she's playing as well. And she's also an actress, like Girls Gone. Yes, that's how I knew her, because right. she was an actress. So, so that's great. we got actresses. Great. we got sons and daughters. of uh, it, The interplay between these artists, and I can't guarantee anything's going to happen on stage, but backstage there's going to be a lot of hugs and kisses because they all have worked together, know each other. I mean, you take Saturday Night Live with Rob Schneider, right? Well, uh, our, our, our friend from Chic, I mean, he was on that show seven times. That's awesome. Yeah. Shankman, you've done it again. A great festival you put together. I'm excited about it. This is my kind of music festival, the Evolution Festival. Give the dates one more time. September 28th, 29th, Saturday, Sunday. Tickets available on Wednesday at 10 o'clock a.m. Uh, from, uh, from all different prices. And uh, get your tickets early because prices do go up. And, you know, uh, last year's show almost sold out. So this year, don't be left out. Steve, great to see you. Same here. Take care. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Sue, there is an app for everything. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I've told you before, I, I invent apps all the time. You ever do that? <laughs> In your head? Yes. Yeah. yeah, and then I go out there and I look on the app store and there's like a thousand selections just like my brilliant idea. But I did not know that this existed. Maybe I should have known. Did you know that there was an app that will connect you as an eater to a restaurant that has surplus restaurant food what? that they might throw out that you oh. can get? Now, I find this interesting, but I, I do have to tell you, it was written in the New York Times under the guise of, hey, I want to save the planet by Ugh. reducing waste. So the way that they, um, they pitched this is I spent a week rescuing food from the trash. Here's what I ate. A climate-conscious reporter tried an app that connects eaters and surplus restaurant food. She got bargains, no booze, and some pleasant surprises. But what was interesting here is, now I think she's goofy, right? Don't get me wrong. Well, but some of the food that she got, so listen to this. Sunday, okay. January 28th, she did this in the last couple of weeks. Two one-quart containers of soup, chicken and rice and creamy tomato. Not bad. Potato chips, one focaccia sandwich with mozzarella, Ooh. tomato and sautéed mushrooms, one croissant. Total spent $11. Okay, my niece is at college, at grad school in uh, the Netherlands, and she does this over there. Maybe it happens more. You know what I mean? When, she, yes. But I didn't know. So what she says in the piece is most meals on the app are sold as surprise bags, usually at the end <laughs> of the day, and you often have no idea what you'll get. That makes the experience something like gambling, and it can be strangely addictive like gambling <laughs> yes, for me, yes. at least. So then she goes on Monday the 29th, uh, a croissant, a blueberry muffin, a slice of gluten-free banana bread, That's two six-packs of frozen Chinese buns, one block of spiced dry tofu, blah, 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 That's six incredible. ham and cheese finger sandwiches, total spent, $17. She went to three different places. That's so amazing. outside of the climate consciousness, I thought that was kind of interesting, just that apps existed like that Heck and she yeah. was getting some cheap meals. Playback ready. Now, the audio cut of the day. Well, we haven't heard from Kevin McCarthy in a while because he got booted as speaker, but he's saying that the race for president is over. I don't think Nikki Haley runs as a third-party candidate. She is a Republican. The one thing you do know after this Saturday election that the race is over. This is going to be between President Trump and President Biden. And I think the sooner we focus on that, unify this party, I think you see all those movements happening right now. When President Trump lays out a rebuild, restore, and renew, I think he's going to have a very strong election uh, <laughs> coming in November. Sorry, I'm talking in the microphone there while uh, Gavin is uh, talking. He says Trump's going to win. I think this is going to be a report card on what President Biden promised coming into office and actually what he did. The Democrats don't quite realize the damage they have done to this border. And it, if it goes across the nation and people frustrated, the economy, uh, where our standing is and the foreign policy around the world. I think people remember what it was four years 
years ago, the price of gas, their economy, and the safety and security they had around the All world. Right. There he is, the former Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Hmm. I think I said Gavin because I got Gavin Newsom on the uh, the brain as well, making a little media appearance. Uh, you know, I, I think his name, I don't think it's going to turn out this way, but some people had mentioned his name for, uh, you know, RNC chair. Oh, And I don't think that's the gig that he wants. Something tells me that Mr. McCarthy can make more money in the private sector, which is what he might be angling for. Sue, have a great night. You too, Mark. Enjoy your Monday. Enjoy the daylight. Hey, two weeks from tonight on a Monday, it's going to be lighter for about an hour extra because we spring forward on uh, on Sunday. I think it's the 10th. Have a great night. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.